I am Mark Fish and you are listening to Hit the Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bits. My name is Carol Shabalala and you are listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bits. Hi football lovers, this is Coach Dylan Kerr. You're listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bits. Hit the Target Podcast. Hello and welcome to Hit the Target Podcast, powered by Hollywood Bits. I'm your host, Deshwan, and with me in studio today is football's analyst, Ayanda Vezi, and NetBank Cup specialist, Mokhale Satehe. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you, Desh. It's good to be back again. Uh, I don't remember when was the last time. You on podcast? I was on podcast, yeah. yeah, but it's good to be back again and to talk nothing but football. Yeah. Thank you so much, Desh, for welcoming me. Um, it's good to be back uh, another week. Mm of uh, talking and uh, uh, seeing what's happening in the world of football, especially domestically. So yeah. I'm so happy to be back here. 100%. I guess that makes three of us. Um, today, we are going to discuss all things NetBank Cup related as the third domestic trophy is up for grabs. Now, Pirates and Selenbosch have won the first two trophies on offer. Is Sundowns going to claim the third one? <laughs> Why are you saying Sundowns? Sundowns had a landslide victory last night. I know it was against a, uh, a second-tier team. I think it was La Masia. They smashed them 6-1. No, but they are African champions as well. No, I remember what happened last season. People were saying Sundowns is going to win the NetBank Cup. And yeah. what happened, they didn't even reach the, the final. Semis, yeah. you, you see? So this NetBank Cup, it's a different competition. It's very open. Teams are very competitive, especially with teams that are not being broadcast live on television, you know. So... Most of the teams, I think, when they go and face those teams, they don't like uh, send. Uh, they don't do their analysis proper because uh, you don't know what kind of a player to to watch. And when it's time to play against the, the <coughs> team, they only have maybe like one or two games before they facing the team that they know that they can plan proper for it. Mm. So this tournament it's very like competitive. You can't predict who's gonna win the, the, this tournament. Mm. And I'm, I'm saying, why are you saying Mamelo de Santans? But surely they must be the favourites. I mean, you look at that that hat-trick from Serino, yes. uh, the, the number nine as well, proper uh, free kick. Yes, they are the favourites, but then the the team, uh, the competition is still like wide open. So yeah. it's still too early for me. That's my opinion to predict who's mm. going to win the NetBank Cup. Yeah, Mo, you've heard what Ayanda has to say. I want to ask you, is it Sundowns' trophy to lose? I mean, um, I can't talk about Sundance even being favourites. I think uh, Pirates wants it more. A team like Chiefs or Supersport should want it more because you don't look at a net bank from holistically just a a, 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 a tournament, yeah. a, a cup competition. You look at you look at it as also as an advantage to assist uh, certain teams to play CAF confederations and automatic uh, CAF qualification. So a team like Supersport, Chiefs and Pirates, they take this tournament uh, very serious because they know it is, as the, 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 the winner, this will be the ticket to go straight into CAF or CAF Confederation and play that tournament. So for those uh, kind of teams, I can say Sundowns already manage, you can say the league, uh, they are already on 55% chances of claiming reclaiming the league again, which means that they qualify for everything in terms of uh, continental football. So uh, Chiefs, Pirates and Supersport, a mm. team like Supersport or Cape Town City, 
they needed more yeah. than uh, Mamelodi Sundowns mm. needed. Yeah, now I hear you. Um, I also want to ask the both of you, do you think Sundowns is African exploits, you know, they're still in CAF competition. Do you think that's maybe what they're prioritizing over, um, you know, perhaps a NetBank Cup? Look, Sundance has got a lot, uh, a lot of uh, squad, plenty of players. I don't care whether Sundance doesn't prioritize a league game or a cup game or a CAF game or whatever. What I can tell you is that Sundance has got good and a, a very big squad that each and every week they can play four different tournaments. Mm. So there is no excuse. If a player goes and plays at, at CAF, there is still enough good, talented players who can play at the league game, who can play at the NetBank Cup and so forth. So I don't think that has got a very huge factor. I agree with Mohale. And look at this transfer window that just happened not so long ago. The quality that they brought in there yesterday most of their starting lineup, uh, those were not like regular players that we normally see when they play in league games or CAF uh, or CAF competitions. But look at the performance. Mm. They and I think the up. front line was so, also a South American front line. Yeah, so it tells you that uh, I think in like one position, they have about three or four players competing for that. The same position. Yeah, you know. So for Mamelo, the Sundowns, they can't complain that. Even Coach Rulani going into this game, uh, to yesterday's game, he said there's going to be a squad rotation, you know. So that tells you that the depth of the squad that they have. And uh, it doesn't surprise me to see Mamelo, the Sundowns, being like, uh, as Mohale said, like 55 chances of like um, lifting the league, you know, because of the depth of the squad that they have, you know, and the, the, how they manage the club. It's like on another level, yeah. even like some teams, like even some national teams during the AFCON, they were giving credits to Mamelodi Sundowns because of how Bafana Bafana performed and how, Bafan, uh, how Mamelodi Sundowns is being managed. Yeah. So that shows you that what they're doing, they're doing it perfect. And other nations, they're recognizing that, that uh, even because they were saying, look at South Africa, most of their players are based in Africa. They're playing at home and look how they, 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 they go so far in the tournament. So that tells you which the level of competition that exists in Mamelodi Sundowns. Yeah, yeah, you know. Mm. And as a player, when you go there and you, uh, the coach tells you, I remember uh, when he was asked about Utem Nkosiloj in one of his interviews, he said, Tem Nkosiloj, he's a good player, but he still needs a lot of work to be done on him. Mm, to improve in, him. Yeah, in order for him to be like a regular starter for yeah. Mamelodi Sundowns. Well, look, let's actually talk about Lodge because last night, I don't think he got on the score sheet. Uh, I believe he has supplied an assist. I think it might have been Serino's uh, third goal for his hat-trick. What do you make of that uh, Tim and Corsi Lodge performance? Look, uh, Lodge, whatever name he's got. I mean, Lodge, is, Lodge, is, <clears throat> Lodge has got brains uh, for, for, for football. I mean, when you have a player of Lodge's caliber, Timbers one and so forth, you know, like, like in that position, you automatically have two players because this player can think quickly, can act quickly, can make anything happen. I mean, if we can look at Lodge, even on Saturday, I'm a Pirates fan, I'm not bitter, I'm happy for him that he went to Sundance. And even on Saturday, you remember the through ball he gave to Shalulil? I think the linesman was watching something there. That was not an offside. That was a killer pass. 
It was and, a very good pass. Yes. And, you know, you, you saw the number of Pirates plays that were on him every time he got the ball. And yet he still found space and he was able to turn and play in Shalolile. Yes, I mean, for people to hope that uh, Lodge is not going to feed at Sundance, that's fairy tale, Brian. Mm. You're talking about Lodge. Yeah. You know, you're talking and, about a player who just knows how to play. And, and a fit Lodge can Danger. destroy teams, yeah. Danger. You know, so... You yeah. saw what he did in the Carling Cup as well. I think he had three... Man yeah. of the match performances. So, so yeah, uh, I have to agree with Mohale, even though as a Pirates fan also, I was sad to see him leaving for Mamelodi Sundowns. But at the end of the day, for him as a player, he wanted to improve somewhere, you know. So I'm happy for him that he's getting those minutes at Mamelodi Sundowns, even though some of the fans, they don't want to see him succeed. But as a player, that is like uh, one of the best uh, players that we've ever seen in in, in our country. Yeah. I want to see him back on that level where Pirates was coached by Coach Urulani and Micho. You, you know, where he won the footballer of the season and he helped us book uh, Bafana Bafana here, Bafana Bafana to qualify for the quarters when we beat Egypt in front of their own fans. Mm. You, you see, so I'm hoping that at this Mamelo the Sundowns, we'll see that Tim Nkosi Lodge again. Because at Pirates, yes, he was good, but injuries, you know. And, yeah, and then, uh, like, you are, um, he was uh, like, uh, what can I put it, how can I put it? I think he was like a main man. Because when even um, uh, Coach uh, Jose Rivero came, he said, uh, Tim Nkosi Lodge needs to be managed because maybe every, after five games, he gets an injury, mm. you see. So now with Mamelo de Sundowns, uh, with squad rotation, I think, we're going to see the best of Tim and Kosilog. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, excellent analysis over there. I mean, you know, you just got me thinking, what happens if it's a final between Sundowns and Pirates? I mean, that's a fixture I want to really see. So we'll keep an eye out and see how those two teams um, progress through the tournament. Uh, but let's move things along. Last night, Supersport dispatched Cape Town City on penalties. Now, how far is Gavin Hunt going to take the Supersport team? You see... With Coach Kevin Hunt and with the Super Sport team, this yeah. is one team that you can't write them off. Mm. With Coach Kevin Hunt, uh, he has done it with Super Sport United before, and he has done it with Pitvet Vets. And the team that he's trying to build there uh, with Super Sport United, you can see that he's trying to build uh, that Pitvet Vets team that mm. we it's know. It's just a powerful team of power hitters. Yeah, so this is the team that you can't just write off. Uh, with Ricardo Goss saving three penalties, I was not surprised to see him saving those three penalties. Look, he he was with Ronan Williams in the camp. In the so, camp, yeah. Yeah, you know, so... He would have had the same goalkeeping coach, uh, the same goalkeeping training as Williams. Definitely. So I, I was not surprised to see him being the man of the match. And this is another team that I think can go far as reaching the finals or semifinals in this tournament. With Bradley Cobra, like coming in, scoring those goals like he's a sniper. Out of nowhere, he just comes and bang that goal and then Supersport are leading. So mm. this is one of the teams that are, I think they are the favourites to reach the final or semi-finals for me in this tournament. You know, uh, Dash, when I'm unpacking, uh, when I'm unpacking soccer uh, issues uh, regarding this, um, <clears throat> when you speak of Kevin Hunt and uh, Supersport United, I like... Uh, Deep diving into the sad type of conversations because, uh, firstly, I just want to show you that uh, I just want to highlight to you that um, only disciplined players can play for Gavin Hunt. I'm saying this because uh, I'm relating to 
what he couldn't achieve at Chiefs with a lot of so expensive and high profile, well, high profile players, players national so players for the but countries. I want to show you when you have a coach like Steve Compella, um, Steve Barker, um, coach uh, Mitchell, and uh, Kevin Hunt himself. These are coaches that like disciplined players. You get my point? Yeah. If you are a disciplined player, you are more likely to achieve and become your best as a player under these coaches. I mean, there's nothing, there's no rocket science that we, I knew that Supersport uh, is going to come back and be Supersport again. You will see at the end of the season, Supersport, Sundance is going to buy two or three players at Supersport mm. because that's what Gavin Hunt does, you know? Gavin Hunt also mentioned Shannon Campbell's name in in the post-match uh, interview last night. He said that he can't get too excited about Campbell because it's inevitable that he's going to sign for Sundance. Ex- exactly my point. You get, you, get, you get that. So that's why I'm saying with Gavin Hunt, you know, there are certain things. There are certain things when uh, when you, we talk about certain players and coaches in PSL, I never get to worry or think deep about it because I know what this person is capable of. I mean, guys, uh, we must give credit where it's due. Uh, Gavin Hunt is a big coach in South Africa. Gavin Hunt has got good cre- uh, uh, credentials. Gavin Hunt, he's, he's not even afraid to say it mm. in front of the TV. You know how he used to speak about Chiefs players? in terms of discipline, performance, the the guys not showing hunger and everything. Now he's got players at Supersport who are, I mean, look at, uh, I mean, uh, still I will reference back to what fans think football is. Football fans, sometimes they surprise you. Uh, they will, you know, football is not about you as a fan sometimes. It's about also what is affecting the players and what the player needs to improve. Look at Terence Zugamanja now and... Uh, Ndlovu, how Ndlovu has uh, transformed as a player under Gavin Hunt. I mean, who thought? Who would have thought that? Whereas he was not, um, he was taking most of the minutes on the bench and not playing most important games in Pirates. But look at them, what that man is doing to, to that player now. Look at how Terence Zugamanja now has become the Terence that was that came from Bitvers Best to Orlando Pirates. So sometimes I'm telling you. The coaches have a very, very big impact and positivity in terms of changing a player. And credit to that, to Kevin Hunt always. And I'm saying this when it comes to Kevin Hunt. And uh, with this also, I'm just hoping that uh, uh, Steve Compella can go to Golden Arrows. You will see what he can do. And just to add on what Mokhale is saying, uh, Coach Kevin Hunt is not just a coach. He's also a father figure on those players. I remember, I think it was Fiso Shanti in one of the interviews when he was still at Vets. I think he said when he signed for Vets, Coach Kevin Hunt sat down with him and said to him what he wants to achieve. Besides being a player, like on his uh, personal life, like outside of the world of football. And then I think they sat down and then he said, I think something like if my mind is still serving me well, said I think he wanted to buy a house for his family or build a house. And then Steve, uh, Coach Kevin Hunt was like, don't rush in buying a fancy car. Just achieve your goals that you want to achieve. And then after that, when you know that you secured, and then that's when you can start now enjoying your money. So having a coach like that... Gives you advice off the pitch as well. You know... Life life lessons, really. You know, you fought for him even on the pitch because you know that this is like 
is like a father. He's got your best interest at, his, you see? at heart. So that is why, like, you can see when it goes to a team, mm. they perform. And yeah. with what Mukhali is saying, that he didn't, like, even hide it sometimes when he was talking about some of the KZ Chiefs players not being disciplined, you know. So he's a straight talker, you know, so... Mm. He, he even said he calls uh, it like he sees it eh? yeah even uh, this uh, this player uh, that you just spoke about what Campbell. Is, Campbell he said to him he would like to see him when he li- when he's leaving Supersport <coughs> getting in on a plane to Europe mm. but then he's not there when Supersport United are concluding those deals yeah. so it's out of his hands when he's signing for Mamelo the Sundowns or, yeah. you know so yeah mm. Coach Kevin Hunt is one of the yeah, best coaches yeah. In the it sounds like both of you have a lot of faith in Hunt to take the super sport team far into that bank up. So, you know, we'll keep an eye out on that. Um, tonight, Highlands Park host Sekakune United. Now, Sekakune coming off a 3-1 win on home soil against Richards Bay in the league. Is Sima going to mount a challenge? I mean, come on. Babina Nugu is going to whip them. <laughs> I told you even last week, they are always... Uh, three players that I single out at uh, Babina Nuku. Oiz, Mokwen, uh, Mukwana, Mukwana, and uh, I mean Mukocho also. I mean Mukocho most of the games is showing why he's a senior player at uh, uh, Babina Nuku, you know. So, I mean, I'm giving it to Babina Nuku. And remember, these are the run-ups. These are the runners-up for last year's competition. That's so, like, yeah. yeah, so uh, uh, this one I have to pick Mokhali. Like, uh, this is the banker of the week. Shut. Okay. Um, one that maybe isn't as clear for me, rather. Uh, University of Pretoria up against Cape Town Spurs. Now, University of Pretoria are currently leading the NFD. Um, of course, it's just by a single point, but, you know, they are the log leaders and and I want to say that they, they could actually put up a fight against uh, Cape Town Spurs now. You know, Middle Drops team coming off a statement victory against Amazulu. So they also have a bit of form there. Ah, that one is going to be a, a very epic and interesting yeah. one. Don't forget that Radio. Radio Man is back from injury. <laughs> so Radio Pan is back and uh, with a couple of young players at Cape Town Spurs, uh, it's not just going to be like a normal fixture, game yeah. and stuff and everything. We know what those boys are capable of and what they can do. Uh, but yeah, uh, obviously, University of Pretoria being um, number one in the, in, the league, NFD. In, the, in the NFD. I mean, that says a lot. And this is a team that has won. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you remember what they did to Chiefs in the NetBank Cup. I mean, uh, yeah, we must not uh, forget mm. this history in terms of football. University mm. of Pretoria can still surprise bigger teams in this tournament. Yeah, but then uh, also with uh, the coach that they have, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Cape Town Spurs. And he has won some trophies yeah. in the country, and he, he he's we, very recognizable. Yeah, you know. we know what he can do, and the players that he brought into the club with Radio Pan coming back to the squad, it's a huge boost for for his side, you know. So for this one, I'm gonna have to pick uh, the uh, Spurs here because of how they've been, of how they've improved, yeah. you know, from their, from like being a, losing games and then picking up a, a straight three points from Amazulu. So I have to pick them on this mm. one. Okay. Um, the final fixture for tomorrow is Amazulu up against Royal M. It's Kazer and Derby. Which way is this one going? I don't know. Go less draw penalties. <laughs> one, one. You'll never know what to expect between 
Amazulu and Royal AM. You see, Royal AM played uh, Kaiser Chiefs this past weekend, and they were an, an organized team and everything. The next thing they are playing Amazulu tomorrow, you're going to see a lot of uh, a team that never played Kaiser Chiefs last week. Players have changed. There is no combination and so forth and everything. So with Royal AM and Amazulu, I don't know how to give them the score any anymore. They they are on you just don't know what to expect on the day. They are cold and one, two, three. They can beat a team this week. Next week they can lose three nil. So whatever results that they get, you see, luck. you see, with me with this one, I'll have to give it Amazulu. They lost to Cape Town Spurs, Royal AM. They they drew against Kaiser Chiefs at home. Now they're traveling to the Moses Mapida. Yeah. So it's going to be Amazulu, but both teams to score. It can be a 2-1, a 3-2, mm-hmm. you know, but what I can say, it's going to be goals in this game, maybe a 2-1, or, but both teams to score for me. That, that's I, the play of the day. Yeah, for me, that's the play of the day, you know, bad slip. All right. Um, Friday's fixtures sees Selenbosch host Pretoria Kelly's now. You know, Barker's got one trophy in the bag. Is a second one on the way for him. Most likely, most definitely, 70% chances. Ingram Reyners doesn't play with anyone in front of goals. The man is making for every time. The man is making sure all the Stelis players, they are making sure whenever they are playing Pasatine, all of them, you can mention them. So this one, I'm giving it to Stellenbosch. Straight win for Stellenbosch. 2-0 or 1-0. I'm with Mokhali on this one. Easy victory for Stelis. Easy. Okay. There's nothing that I have to say. Mohale said it all. <laughs> Let's not stand on ceremony then. Golden Arrows host TS Galaxy. Now, this fixture has just taken place in a DSTV premiership where TS Galaxy came back from behind to win. Nurkovic was instrumental for me. Kokota Piano. That's what I call him. Hi, that guy. <laughs> I don't know whoever is in charge of administration achieves. The person I think is one. Maybe, I don't know, maybe some sort of drugs or pills. How can you let such a prolific striker go? How did Chiefs let Nukovic go? The same thing could be said for Royal M because they, he went from, from Chiefs to Royal. They couldn't pay him, it's okay. They couldn't pay him, they <laughs> owe him. So that's one is, that one is obvious. But how do you let um, as a, a striker of and Nugovic's caliber goal. He, he did finish as a golden boot winner as well in Chiefs' colors. So, you know, that just strengthens his whole accolade. I mean, that is the Samir Nugovic that we know. I mean, I mean, TS Galaxy has just became one of the teams now that will be contenders for domestic cups, mm. if not be the league. Yeah. But they also stand a chance of finishing in the top eight now every season or top four because of the type of they players that, that they just got recently. Yeah, Nugovic is a lethal striker. I will never back down. And when he's fit, when he's fit, you can see now that he's, he's getting back. back. Yeah, you he's know, getting back well, to his momentum now. I'm telling you, when Samir Nugovic is fit, you don't want to see him in front of goals because he makes sure. Mm. The and I have to agree with Mokhale. Since uh, Kaiser Chiefs let him go, they never found like a proper striker, like a striker that you know that you they can rely on. You see, so I think for me, Kaiser Chiefs, I think that's where they made an error because they couldn't find a proper replacement for Samir Nukovic. Mm-hmm. So 
that was a, a, a big blunder for Kaiser Chiefs yeah. to let him go, even though he was injured. But you can see now him, his back, his feet. Yeah, and, you know, and, and for scored, TS Galaxy, he's like their main man now. He scored five goals in the league for them. All five have come as a substitute. Just imagine when he's leading the line as a starting player. That tells you what kind of a quality he is, mm. you know. And uh, big ups to 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 the management of TS Galaxy for giving him a, a, a chance. The, the you, you know? as well. Yeah, so big ups to them. And it, it's paying off because you can see uh, uh, the results now. Mm. I mean, this is this is simple. That's why they call him Kokota Piano. And Nukovic is that player. Even when he was at Chiefs, you you know when Nukovic was still playing at Chiefs, even it you. Every ball after a corner or something, hitting, just hits distributes straight to Nukovic. Yeah. Once it Target bumps mm. into the eighteen area, Nukovic is there. I mean, credit to um, uh, Tim Sugars. He has the team owner and everything. I mean, Tim Sugars used to be a very good um, uh, football agent and so forth. So I'm not surprised if he's being able to source out such marvelous and incredible players and negotiate on uh, good contracts in terms of getting quality. I mean, look at him. He managed to keep this guy that I love, Mlungisi um, Mbunjwana. This guy has been on the radar of Soweto Derby for, for Soweto teams for like two or three seasons. But Nugovic is able to keep him at his team because he can see the quality in that in that player and you can see that Mbujwana also now when he, he plays he fights for the team you can see that he's been taken care of as a player so mm. big up to know, teams Bernard, Bernard Parker also came through the door there's also the Hugo Vidal who's been playing out of his socks for TS Galaxy he, as well as Seed Ramovic I mean yes. just look at the, the manager Overseeing all of this, yes. I mean, I mean, the dash, like I'm saying, it goes deep into uh, what the player, the uh, the players requires uh, as support and everything and 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 stuff. So you look at how much they are supporting Bennett Park. Let's move things along to Platinum City Rovers versus Morocco Solis. Now, Platinum City are currently rooted to the foot of the NFD, and then you look at uh, Morocco Solis who have just parted ways with Steve Compella. Which way do you think this one is going to go? I mean, uh, um, look, both teams are... Uh, Down in the dumps? Kanda not doing so well at the present moment. Platinum City Rovers with the management of uh, Kloso Walela is the team manager. Uh, obviously, um, I thought things could be better, but uh, things are just getting worse. Last season, they were by one of the better teams uh, newcomers, they were such a better team competing against big teams, but you can see this this season things have changed. I don't know, maybe it's because of they got rid of some of their good players that they got last year, they sold them or what. But with Morocco Salos also now, I don't know what is going to happen because of... Uh, they also had a massive yeah. squad exodus. Bezi, which way do you think this one is going to go? Uh, I'm going to go with the throne, this one. It's going to be decided on penalties. Penalties. Yeah. Okay. Can't see goals. Uh, goal is draw? I, I draw. Just a draw. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, Crystal Lake are hosting the um, mighty Buccaneers. The defending champions. The defending champions. So, yes. <laughs> the defending champions. Yeah. yeah. You could see my face. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, with coach uh, Jose Rivera, I remember last season, we, they played against All-Stars. He sent some of his technical staff to go and scout the team when they're playing on how they play. Because remember, Orlando Pirates 
when they're playing in the NetBank Cup and playing those teams that are not being uh, broadcasted on television, Orlando Pirates, they tend to switch off. Yeah. And then those teams, they step up when they play against Orlando Pirates. They so, want a Soweto, a Soweto scalp. Yeah. So I think Coach Jose Rivero has done that to send some of his technical stuff to get some research on how they're playing, you know, because last season he did the same. He did that because if they're going with that mentality that, yeah, we are Orlando Pirates, you know, there's going to be trouble, mm. you see. And they are the defending champions. Everyone will be looking at them to say, how far is Orlando Pirates going to go in this tournament? And this team also will want to make a statement that we've defeated the defending champions. Remember how uh, Dondolo Stars, how they went uh, in this tournament mm. last season. Yeah. So these teams, you can't just write them, uh, write them off, you know. You have to be very cautious playing. It's difficult to play someone who knows you very well and you don't know them, you know. It's very difficult. So Orlando Pirates must be very cautious when they're playing against uh, this team. Their game plan must be on on point. Yeah. Mo, can you see the floodgates opening this one? Are Pirates going to come out of the block swinging? Pirates 3. Pirates are winning in 3 nil. This is where you need your uh, creative players like Ki Redevoile, Maswangani and all of them to make things happen. So put your Mabasa in there to bury this team. So Pirates, I'm giving it Pirates 3-4 to four nil. Mm, Very convincing there. All right, Richards Bay are going to host Polikwane City. Now, Ozanopoulos went with the Bafana team to Ivory Coast. He was in the lineup as Polikwane City dispatched um, Morocco Solis 1-0 in the DSTV Premiership. Is is a positive um, outlook on this game in this Polikwane City side? All the teams in the PSL that are struggling, they are going to get one each yeah. from Polikwane City. One! Not a lot. All these teams that are not sure about their stories, Swallows, Richards Bay, uh, Amazulu, Royal AM, Polugani City, one on the back, bra, out, back door. That's it. I'm going to say it's going to be a both teams to score. Okay. That's my bet for me. Yeah. Both teams to score in this game. All right. Maritzburg United are hosting Paul United now. Maritzburg not doing very well in the NFD. Currently 11th. On the log, keep in mind there's only 16 places. I mean, trouble times indeed. Yeah, um, you know, with teams like Maris Bike, hey, you know, these teams, man, they've lost their mojo. They are fighting for survival every season. So, yeah, what can you say? It can be one of those teams where a PSL team has been upset by uh, a secondary tire or division team. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, for the benefit of the doubt, regardless of what they're going through, I'm giving it a 1-0 to Marisbeck United. I'm giving it to double chance mm. for both teams. Okay. Um, NC Pros are hosting Chippa United now. I don't know which way this one's going to go, but I want to say Chippa just because it's a size of the club. Yeah, you know, with Chippa United in cup competitions, they turn out to perform, you know, yeah. in cup competitions. And they have a goalkeeper, uh, like he was outstanding at the Africa Cup of Nations. So he will make sure that he try to stop those balls to pass behind him. So I'm definitely backing Chupa United. Chupa United has got quite uh, players with formidable and big names now in Nobali. Uh, the players now have to come to the party and show 
that they have one of the greatest Afghan goalkeepers in their team. So Juba United has to bury the team too. Mm. Okay. The final fixture of the weekend sees Kaiser Chiefs hosting move forward at uh, FNB Stadium. It's Chiefs after all. You don't know what will happen. Um, they might win it. They might lose it. They might. So if Chiefs doesn't but score. Surely it's a bit unfair. I mean, they are currently undefeated in the previous five league fixtures. I mean, I think they've kept four clean sheets in that spell. If Chiefs doesn't score in the first half, chances are that um, one mistake, one error, they will lose this game. And if it goes to penalties, it might not. It might even get more uglier for them. But with the chances at the present moment, because the game hasn't started as yet, I'm giving it to Kaiser Chiefs 2-0. I have to agree with Mokhali. Looking at the way they missed their chances in their game against the Royal AM, and it's been a while since they lifted a trophy. So I think they want to end the season on a higher note with the silverware. So I have to give it to Kaiser Chiefs this one. Mm. Who's going to get on the score sheet? Anyone can get on the score sheet for yeah. them. Yeah. So if they utilize their opportunities, they'll win the game. So, but I have given it to Kaiser Chiefs. Mm. All right. Gents, thank you so much for your time and unpacking all things NetBank Cup related. I can't wait for this uh, this weekend's fixtures. I mean, there's some blockbuster ties to look out for and I'm sure some upsets. Until next week. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers man. Thanks. Hi, I'm Mark Fish and you are listening to Hit the Target Podcast proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bits. My name is Carol Shabalala and you are listening to Hit the Target powered by Hollywood Bits. Hi, football lovers. This is Coach Delinker. You're listening to Hit the Target powered by Hollywood Bits. Hit the Target Podcast.